Welcome! You're listening to Uncommon Sense, and I'm Doug Morgan. A warning! If you are 60 years of age or over, you might want to reconsider listening to the podcast today. <laughs> uh, at least listen to it sitting down. Uh, take any kind of heart medication that you might have. <laughs> uh, you, you're you going to at least probably be convinced that our nation is to the point where there's there's just no saving it. <laughs> uh, and the reason I say that is that many have, have asked why we can't say things like all lives matter without being racist. You see, our, our country has a foundation of racism, is the answer. Uh, we as white people can't understand what it is to be black because we benefit so much from it. All of this is called critical race theory. And what is critical race theory? Well, according to the dictionary, critical race theory, or CRT, the view that the law and legal institutions are inherently racist, and that race itself, instead of being biologically grounded and natural, it's a socially constructed concept that is used by white people to further their economic and political interests at the expense of people of color. There is no such thing as biological race, in other words, is what the dictionary is saying, uh, is, is, is espoused by critical race theory, or CRT. Uh, it, it, it is all a made-up thing. The, you know, Race is a made-up thing by white people designed to benefit them. And to understand this more, I... I I look to, there, there's the NMAAHC, and you may wonder what that stands for. Uh, it, it's, the, it's the world's largest museum dedicated to African American history and culture. Uh, it, it's ranked as the fourth most visited Smithsonian Museum in its first full year of operation, which was in 2016. The museum has more than 40,000 objects in its collection, and although only about 3,500 of them are on display in its 350 square foot, 10 story building. Uh, they put they put an article out on their website, and then, of course, proceeded to take it down shortly after that. But they try to describe what CRT is, and in this article, uh, it said aspects and assumptions of whiteness and white culture in the United States. That's how it was titled. And it said this, it said, white dominant culture or whiteness refers to the way that white people and their traditions, attributes, and ways of life have been normalized over time, are considered standard practices in the United States. And since white people still hold most of the institutional power in America, we have all internalized some aspects of white culture, including people of color. So they proceed to go through, and, and I'm not going to go through the whole article, but I, I, they, they put out a chart of what they were talking about. And on this chart, it, was, um, it had all the different types of things that uh, are considered whiteness or white culture. And these are things that, that, that um, we are not supposed to be and we're not supposed to emulate. Okay, so I'm going to go through these. And then I'm going to go ahead and under each one, I'm going to go ahead and interpret what they mean. All right, so let, let's, let, let, let me give you an example here. First, 
they put in there rugged individualism. Okay, rugged individualism is something of whiteness. It's white culture that we need to try to get away from. So rugged individualism, what does that mean? The individual is the primary unit. So what they would say is the individual rights are not as important as the whole. So if individual rights to you, the in, your individual rights, the right to free speech, uh, the right to whatever, uh, those individual rights are secondary in response to the whole. So if if there is a benefit to everybody collectively that would override individual rights, then that is more important. Of course, that goes and flies in the face of our Constitution, but that's all right. Uh, Self-reliance is something else that's something of whiteness. Um, so interpreting that, well, dependency, particularly on the government, is a better value to have. We need to be more dependent and a whole lot less self-reliant. Yeah, all right, <laughs> moving on. Independence and autonomy, highly valued, even rewarded, it says. So in, in a white culture, independence and autonomy is highly valued and even rewarded. And, and that, of course, flies in the face of what we all know to be true, right? Which it takes a village mentality. And lastly, individuals assumed to be in control of their environment. Quote, you get what you deserve, unquote. So this is, a, again, a reflection of whiteness. And, of course, that, that we can't have that because you're a victim, and, and you always will be. And that's, you're going to see that that is a common theme when it comes to CRT. All right, the next... Um, level here is family structure. Okay, so this is again part of whiteness. The nuclear family, father, the mother, 2.3 children, is the ideal social unit, is what they put down. This is something again we are not to strive for. We are not to strive for a father, a mother, 2.3 children. Uh, we're to ignore all the studies that say that having those things are better. All right. Next thing, husband is the breadwinner and head of household. And, you know, that's, that's whiteness, definitely, because, you know, God didn't wireless, wire us any differently, right? So why should the husband be the breadwinner and head of the household? The wife is the homemaker and subordinate to the husband. Because everyone believes that today, that the wife is subordinate, right? And children should have their own rooms. And be independent. See, this is a very white thing. We should not be be making people, um, you know, believe that children should have their own rooms and be independent. I mean, Scientology is the way to raise kids, right? I mean, the Scientologists and 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 what they like to do as far as taking the kids away from their parents and then raising them as a collective in a commune, right? That's the way. I mean, that's definitely the model that we should be striving for. All right, under emphasis on scientific method. Objective, rational, linear thinking. This is whiteness, okay? Again, this is what they're saying that we should get away from because this is white culture. That we would be objective, rational, linear thinking is whiteness. So math is racist, right? 
Math is racist. And if you don't believe me, let me give an example. An ethics studies advisory committee under the Seattle Public Schools superintendent published a uh, a preliminary math ethics studies framework document that explains math as racist studies study used to oppress students. That math is used as a racist study to oppress students. And if you correct a student's faulty math logic, you are guilty. So if you're a teacher and and little Johnny says that two plus two equals five, then you are guilty of, of oppressing that student. The framework created by various statewide districts tackles four themes, including power and oppression and history of, of resistance and liberation. At its core, it is the belief that, quote, Western, unquote, math, Western math, right? Because there's a, a difference between Western math and, let's say, Eastern math, right? Is viewed as the only legitimate expression of math identity and that it's used to disenfranchise people and communities of color. And it's consequently, it erases the historical contributions of people and color and communities of color. So, again, you, you, this type of thinking is what critical race theory leads to. And I'm, I'm trying to keep myself from, you know, from being very jaded here. And I'm trying to, to stick to the points. But this is what we see when critical race theory is put into practice. That now we cannot in schools say that one math problem uh, answer is the correct one. That, that there should be all kinds of different stuff. And if, if, if little Johnny gets it wrong, well, that's okay because we can't correct him. That, that he, he's just doing it his way. We don't, we don't want him to have to do the, the white Western way, right? All right, keep on going. Cause and effect relationships. Something could not have caused something else to happen, right? I mean, cause and effect relationships are very white. Definitely very white. We need to get away from that. And quantitative emphasis. There should not be an emphasis on efficiency at all. Why should we put an emphasis on efficiency? I mean, efficiency is bad. We need to not not go toward that. Yeah, it. I, I, this is just going to be you know sarcasm, the sarcasm show here today. All right, history, based on Northern European immigrants' experience of the U.S. All right, that's whiteness. That our history is based on the North Northern European immigrants' experience in the U.S. Not enough history taught from a Black history perspective is what they say. And under history, heavy focus on the British Empire. And it doesn't really matter that 80% of the total United States population is of European heritage. And under history, the primary of Western, Greek and Roman, and Judeo-Christian tradition. So the majority of people in this country identify with Judeo-Christian traditions, and that's that's not really important, right? We should not have have, have any kind of, of, of influence from that in our history. All right, moving on to Protestant work ethic. This ought to be a good one, right? 
Hard work is the key to success. Oh, we cannot have that. Whiteness all over it. Hard work is the key to success. Oh, we just cannot do this. Learning to work hard at something is a terrible skill to have. Terrible. How about work before play? No, 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 no. We cannot be doing the work before play thing. That is absolutely not. Play before work every time. You know, why Why do today um, what we can put off for till tomorrow, right? And, and lastly, if, if you don't meet your goals, you know, you, you didn't work hard enough. Well, we can't, we can't be telling people that. Of course it's not your fault. You're the victim. And so, yeah, if you didn't meet your goals, you didn't, you didn't get done what the boss asked ask you to do uh, at the time in which he asked you to do it, well, you're the victim. I mean, this, this, it, was, it wasn't your fault. And here's, here's, here's a great uh, category here, under religion, okay? Christianity is the norm. Oh, well, that's whiteness. Definitely whiteness. Christianity can't be the norm. We need to change the fact that 65% of Americans can consider themselves Christians. And the number two is Judaism under 2, 2%. So, yeah, we Christianity the norm. How can we say that? How about anything other than Judeo-Christian tradition is foreign? Yeah, we need to call those out that believe the Bible is real and the relationship with the living God is, is something that, that, that we need to strive for. You know, pe- people that hold on to that kind of tradition, and, 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 and we'll call it a tradition, yeah, we, we definitely need to change that. And how about no tolerance for deviation from the single God concept? <laughs> you hear that? No deviation and no tolerance from the single God concept. The Bible is way too exclusive when it says that there is only one God. I mean, how how can we say that? Shouldn't shouldn't everyone you know have have their their right to to, to worship God in any way they want? Because because God is the same. He's just like the spoke. We can we can. We can worship in him uh, if, if we're a Buddhist. We're, we're just worshiping the same God. We're just doing it differently, right? How about status, power, and authority? Under status, power, and authority, worth, or I'm sorry, wealth equals worth. So a sign of whiteness is that we would maintain the, the philosophy that wealth equals worth. You need to be happy being in poverty and dependent on the government. I mean, how else are you going to be happy being dependent on this government if you believe in some form or fashion that wealth equals worth? Or your job is who you are. In fact, getting a job is, is not good at all. I mean, you can get more with government handouts than you can working. Why would you do that? Or respect authority. That's very white. Now, respecting authority, very, very, very white. There should be no respect for authority in law enforcement. And of course, you know, we see in areas <laughs> where where this critical race theory is, is definitely um, taken hold, we see a lot of lack of respect for authority. And I'm not saying that, that uh, of course, that we should, you know, 
take every governmental authority figure and say, you know, yeah, you're right and I'm going to follow you till the ends of the earth. But just having an overall disrespect for authority is not a good thing either. And lastly, under that column, heavy value on ownership of goods, space, and property. Oh, of course this is white because home ownership is overrated. And being satisfied with, you know, living in government housing is even better. Even better. We should not be striving to try to own our own home because that that is just very white. You're going to I mean, you're you're just going to look like an Uncle Tom or something if you if you go out and try to buy your own home. I mean, what are you trying to do there, right? How about uh, under future orientation? Plan for the future. Have you ever thought about doing that? Have you ever thought about planning for the future? Well, that's because you're white. You need to live in the moment and never plan to set any kind of goals. I mean, goal setting is just for the white people. You're very, very white if you do that. How about delayed gratification? We cannot have delayed gratification. If you have delayed gratification, then how, how can you say finders keepers? You know, you need to get what you can get now. I mean, delayed gratification, you never know what's going to happen tomorrow. Get what you can get now. You know, progress is always best is a terrible white concept. Now, this one kind of confuses me just a little bit. I'll have to, to add in here. Progress is always best. Aren't, aren't liberals supposed to be progressives? So they're not always best. Is that what this is saying? I'm a little confused here. But I do know that, un, that when they say progress is always best, you know, they're saying that we should consider wallowing where we are, you know, and, and where we're at and not striving for, you know, the betterment of ourselves. And lastly, the phrase tomorrow will be better. Well, this is something that I think was summed up by Red. You know who Red is? Red from the Shawshank Redemption? Stephen King, you know? And he said, Red said this. He said, let me tell you something, my friend. Hope is a dangerous thing. Hope can drive a man insane. (laughs) And so saying tomorrow will be better, well, we just can't have that. All right, how about this one? Under time, all right? Here's the column, time. Follow rigid time schedules is a very whiteness thing. Being on time is an antiquated idea, of course. So if you have a job, which you're not supposed to have anyway, then you you can come in anytime you want. If, if you come in a couple hours late and the, and the boss gets mad, he's not going to fire you, right? Because time and following rigid time schedules is a very white thing, and we're not supposed to be white. Ask Coca-Cola. How about time viewed as a commodity? <laughs> time is money is not true, right? Time is money, that is a very white concept. Under um, aesthetics, based on European culture, your home decor should have a more Middle Eastern or African look. We, we can't have whiteness in our aesthetics based on European culture. It should be more uh, like, um, you know, less, less like steak and potatoes, it says here. Bland is best, is a very whiteness thing. You know, functionality is not a quality to be sought after. 
And here, under women's beauty based on blonde, thin, and they even put Barbie in quotes. You know, you should not be attracted to what you see as beautiful. And lastly, under aesthetics, man's attractiveness based on economic status, power, and intellect. You know, masculinity is something to be suppressed as it is the root of much evil. We cannot have masculinity in today's day and age. That's a very white thing. Um, even our holidays, it says, our, our holidays are based on Christian religions. And, we, and, and that's, a, that's a white thing. Christian religions. We need to cancel Christmas and Easter, and, and they're harmful. I mean, I mean, think of all the harm that's done, particularly in the in in, in this time of the pandemic. I mean, it's 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 these Christian traditions of people getting together for Easter and people getting together for Christmas that are furthering the pandemic anyway, right? How about based on white history and male leaders, is our are our holidays? And so this is a example of whiteness in our culture that we have our holidays based on white history and male leaders. Combining all the president's birthdays into one holiday and making Martin Luther King Day is just simply not enough. And under justice, right, justice, based on English common law, <laughs> our justice system is very, is very racial and, and very racist. And it's based on English common law. And we can't have that. Of course, Sharia law, where women are considered to be, you know, a man's personal property. Men and women can be flogged for kissing. Homosexuals should be put to death and are put to death. And death is required for criticizing the Quran. Is, is, that's a much better system for laws. And so let's, let's, uh, let's go after that. How about protect property and entitlements? That is a very white thing. Protect property and entitlements. We should not be protecting our property. In fact, I've even heard it said from BLM that rioting and looting is considered to be reparations and should not be prosecuted. So, of course, protecting one's property and, and entitlements is, is something that, uh, that, that we should not strive for because it's very white. And, and here's, here's lastly, in, intent counts is a white thing. Intent counts. What do they mean by that? Well, like prosecutors should look at the intent as the number one thing when it comes to prosecuting somebody. Their intent, what was their intent? If someone's intent was good, but someone got killed, well, that's okay because their intent wasn't to kill them. So intent counts. And that's what should count as the number one thing. So we're gonna we're gonna stop there for for today. We're, we're kind of out of time, but uh, I'm gonna go through the last part of this coming up uh, on Wednesday. In, in in a couple days, we're gonna on the next podcast we're gonna we're gonna conclude um, with this, and then we're gonna take a look at why this is such a bad thing. Why this critical race theory? Why is it biblical? And, and why would it be a bad thing? And so we're going to look at that next time. And if, if, you, uh, you know, if you have any comments, I would love to hear them. You can always send them to us at our 
um, on Facebook. I would love if you would go there and you would subscribe and like us uh, there. And and if you you have Instagram, we're there as well. And of course, you can always send your emails to us. We read every one. And that is foruncommonsense at gmail.com. For, F-O-R, uncommonsense at gmail.com. Thank you very much for listening.